deal with airplane peanuts. The role of comedy podcast producer varies drastically in style. From getting fully involved in the show, Look what I did for you, Bob. Yeah, that is true. You didn't do that true. for me. You yeah. did that for oh. laugh. To quietly running things behind the scenes. Jamie, what do you want to talk about, dude? Nobody ever asked Jamie. Nah, we're That's good. true. You don't want to talk He's that. a quiet little guy. There's no question a podcast producer can completely change the vibe of the show. And when it comes to going above and beyond to entertain the viewer, nobody did it better than... Fucking Lee Syatt. Lee Syatt. Lee Syatt. Lee Syatt is sitting there. His eyes are shut. Lee said something. I go, what does that mean? And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's him lock up like, <laughs> The legend of the Flying Jew reaches far and wide, as Lee Syatt is one of the most beloved producers from comedy fans everywhere, turning a seemingly simple role on Joey's podcast into one of the best parts of the show. Over the years, Lee became much more than a producer of the church. He was his own character, a viral meme, Joey's co-host and best friend, and even turned this opportunity into a blossoming stand-up career of his own, all from a random message on Facebook. So Lee, thank you so much for joining joining the show today. I was watching a clip of you on stage recently, actually, talking about how your job used to be getting really, really high on the internet. So take us back to the beginning. How did you start working for Joey Diaz originally? And at what point did the edible training start? It's great to be on the show. I started working with Joey, I think it was June of 2011. I moved to LA from Boston. Uh, I was working on reality TV shows when I was driving cross country. I was on Facebook one night in a hotel. And I found I, it was either Doug Loves Movies or um, Kevin Smith's podcast. One of the guys I worked with introduced me to Rogan. I heard Joey on a couple episodes and I wrote to him on Facebook and I said, I want to work with comedians, but I don't want to come off as creepy. <laughs> and I got lucky. And Joey replied, and it all went from there. That's a pretty crazy beginning, just a, a Facebook message. Uh, then all these years later, knowing you as like one of the main characters in this podcast universe, that's that's crazy that that's how it all started. We just clicked and we, we started out, we didn't even really do anything. He asked me what ideas I had, and, and that turned into... Mad Flavors World, which was a, a, a YouTube, I don't want to say series, but it was it was a, a series of videos. Right. Uh, we did a documentary. We did a few CDs and then the church. And we, we had a lot of fun and, and I'm, I'm proud of the work, but it, it, a lot of it came down to luck. I just mm. was lucky that I, I got the balls to send a, a, a message and he answered and, and all went from there. So the church of what's happening now officially ended around three years ago. In the time that followed, we saw Joey move back to New Jersey and start Uncle Joey's Joint, which is a new podcast for him that you were featured on a few times as a guest. But besides those appearances, what were you up to during that time post-church? Post-church was a fun, nerve-wracking time. I moved back. Uh, I spent a couple months in Milwaukee working on something that didn't pan out. I've been in Massachusetts. I lost a good amount of weight. I put a little bit back on recently, knock on wood, not all of it or nearly all of it, but I put a little bit back on. And then I've been working a day job and, and, and working on comedy, just trying to do and, and get as good as I can. Over the years, has it ever been more intimidating to get on stage as a known person in the comedy world, but still needing to work on jokes as a beginner in stand-up? I don't think it's intimidating. The way I look at it is I'm getting shows and opportunities that most comics at the, I think around the five-year mark probably wouldn't get. I'm not going to say that I, I, I always have great sets or that I work as hard as I can. There's definitely things I could do better. I do take comedy seriously because I want people who come out to not just say, oh, he was that guy who got high with Joey. And the response that I get from people who who loved the church and, and loved all that stuff is very humbling. And it's also a little bit 
not surprising, but it's not something that I, you know, I, I lived in the same apartment in LA. I didn't go to Hollywood Hills parties. I didn't go to any, <laughs> I didn't right. go to any premieres. So to hear that so many people loved and, and liked and had fun with what we did is, is, is crazy. I saw like a seven minute video of that you posted of you on stage. It was hilarious. It seemed really well written and performed. I... Johnny was telling me I, I was the host of podcasts for about 10 years. My job was to get really, really high on the internet. <coughs> My mom is very proud of me. <laughs> I used to take about 2,000 milligrams a night. Whoa. That is, she said, you look terrified. You look like my doctor when I walked in. It was too many milligrams. It was, I, I don't recommend it. At that amount, at 2,000 milligrams, they turned into performance-enhancing drugs. Like, I would do real, like, really just terrible things. You guys don't seem to understand. This is the day I woke up, and I knew I had a problem, and I had to slow it down, is I woke up one morning, and I thought I pooped the bed. I didn't poop the bed. What I did do is I did fall asleep on a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> How has stand-up been going for you recently? Yeah, th thank you. It was, it, you know, posting stuff on YouTube, as you know, can be a, a scary thing. And I'm not very patient. I'm mm. always like, I don't know about you, but I always leave about 20, 30 seconds on the microwave. Like, I can never wait for it to get to zero. And that's how I am with almost everything. So in my mind, why am I not, you know, on the road every weekend? Josh Wolf, who was a guest on the church many times, has brought me out open for him. And, and that's... It's been going fantastic and starting to do a little bit around here with the local clubs. I had my first show at a Chinese place yesterday. It was like a one o'clock show on a Sunday, which sounds terrible. It was a great show. The audience was there to have fun and the comics were great. Joey talked about it on the church. I'm starting to see every every few months a little bit of a step up and I've had people tell me that my jokes have gotten tighter. It's nice to see the work paying off a little bit, little by little. Well, you just recently started a new podcast with Joey called The Check. How does that feel moving from the producer seat to the full-time official co-host of the show just a few years later? It's pretty, I, I never thought I'd be a co-host of anything. I, when we started <laughs> the church, I didn't want to be on camera or on the mic. I wanted to, you know, let Joey go crazy. And I've been having a lot of fun with the check-in. It's a, it's different. We have we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. You know, the, the reason why we called it the check-in is because that's what Joey does with me and everyone is he, mm -hmm. he checks in on, on people. We know that there are a lot of people who who could use that right now and who were fans of and, and listen to the church and you know we're not trying to be the number one podcast we're just trying to, to have fun genuinely be who we are and talk about things that we're interested in and, and you know just have a little bit of fun every week that's awesome i feel like that authenticity is really shining through and people are super interested to see you guys back together and like you in an official co-host role too where you guys are just chatting like when you would be a guest on uncle joey's joint even though you got definitely your shine in the church too it, it's nice to see you in that full just second seat last question before i let you go here lee from what you can remember uh from filming the church do you have a favorite moment or memory from producing the church of what's happening now ralphie may with like with focus on the yellow has to be one of the best meeting gabriel iglesias was was fantastic mike tyson was fantastic uh henry rollins was super very kind to me one of my favorite moments one of the times that we had dice clay on was fantastic because after the podcast he he, he just we, he was sitting next to me and Dice looked over and said, hey, have you ever thought about doing stand up? And I hadn't. I had never done stand up. Didn't think I was that kind of funny. 
and that was my like impetus, I guess, for starting stand up. Wow. I, that's when I, I went to open mics and, and Joey told me about the fourth wall and it went from there. So for better or worse, I guess you can blame Dice Clay for me starting stand up. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe he asks everyone that. <laughs> that would be funny if he was just asking everyone that this whole time. I saw a few months ago, I was watching Two Bears, One Cave with, uh, the- I think it was Theo Vaughn and Tom Segura, and they just started talking about you in a really positive way. Does that feel insane to see two of the most famous comedians on the internet, at least, let alone just in the comedy world, start talking about you out of the blue? Both of those guys were always super nice to me. Thinking about it, when I left LA, Theo called me one day, mm. just out of the blue, just checking in on me. Last night, at the, at the Wilbur, I heard people talking about Bert. And I know that a lot of people, they spend a lot of time with us. They spend a lot of time watching videos and, and podcasts and going to shows. Mm-hmm. And you're never really sure how these people are in real life. And I'm not saying that there aren't assholes. I'm sure that there are some comedians that, that you're watching and they might be assholes. For the 99% of the ones that I was lucky enough to meet on the church and, and throughout all this have been very, very nice to me, very kind. I, I have no illusions of being one of the biggest comedians in the world. If I could be a headlining comedian, like in the same world as them, if I could be at the, at the top level clubs that would be an honor so it's uh it's great that they they talk about me in a positive way and and they like what i did and then they liked me so it means a lot well lee thank you so much for joining the show today thank you so much for your time uh what do you want the people to know where to find you any upcoming shows in the boston area or just any you know closing remarks thank you honestly if you're watching this and you like to the church Thank you. It means a lot. I had a ton of fun. It changed my life. The check-in with Joey, uh, we do it. It comes out every Tuesday. Please go check it out. Um, It's just, as Joey likes to say, two fat fucks shooting the shit. We're having fun. I don't have any dates yet, but I'm going to be opening up for Josh Wolf sometime next year. So keep it and go see him anyways, even if if I'm not going to be there. But January 19th, Nashville, Tennessee, I'm going to be at the East Room, 7 p.m. Please come out. Tickets are 10 bucks. It's my first time anyone's brought me anywhere to headline, and I'd love it to be full. It's a small room, the East Room in Nashville, January 19th. All right, that got me pumped up. Thank you again, Lee. Thank you. If you want to hear even more about Lee's new podcast with Joey Diaz called The Check-In, you can find a full recap video that we posted to our second channel on the end screen right after this. Also on that end screen will be the interview we just did with Tom Segura. It would mean a lot for you guys to go check that out and tell me what you think in the comments. Also, I would highly recommend checking out the full clip of Lee's performance over on his YouTube channel. And while you're there, be sure to tell him Joke World sent you. Thanks for watching. At Joke World. And the world is WRLD. That's a great uh, YouTube channel, Joke World. Check it out.